The Big Fight Weekend Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows is brought to you by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you in part by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you in part by Coors Light. When you're sweating out your bets, remember to take some time to chill and grab the perfect cold refreshment, Coors Light. We're also brought to you in part by the SGPN app. The SGPN app gives you easy access to all of our picks, podcasts, and it's the exclusive place to enter all of our contests, including our $1,000 NBA Finals free roll. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or the Google Play Store. The countdown is on to fight time. This is Big Fight Weekend. Now, here is your host, TJ Reeves. Yes, ring the bell. And how are we feeling on a Friday of Father's Day weekend? A huge weekend of fights all over North America. That includes the likes of the monster, the unified Bantamweight World Champion, Naoya Inoue of Japan, in action in Las Vegas. It also includes a big showdown involving one of the top middleweight fighters in all of the globe, uh, Jamal Charlo defending his WBC version of the 160-pound title. That is coming Saturday night in Houston, Texas. Expected to win, expected to win big and remain undefeated. Then whom is he gunning for next? And the likes of Triple G in the middleweight division or maybe the name Canelo Alvarez in the super middleweight division. That's what we'll find out, obviously, from his battle. Uh, as well, uh, Jaime Monguia, top contender, speaking of middleweights in the WBO, middleweight rankings. He's in action in a main event on DAZN in El Paso, Texas. There was to have been a Teofimo Lopez uh, undisputed lightweight title fight. That's now off because Lopez has COVID-19. More on that in a few moments. And if you need any more action for this weekend, by the way, legendary Hall of Famer, El Gran Campeón de Mexico, uh, Julio Cesar Chavez, will step through the ropes in an exhibition fight in his late 50s, fighting the son of the late Hector Camacho, Hector Camacho Jr. and Julio Cesar Chavez Sr., fighting an exhibition fight in Mexico on Saturday if you need him. So fights, fights everywhere. Anyway, glad you found us here on the Big Fight Weekend Podcast. I am merely the somewhat capable host. However you found the show, social media link, Sports Gambling Podcast, Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows, the sportsgamblingpodcast.com website. Thank you for finding us that way. Reminder, subscribe to the show anywhere that you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast One, uh, podcast Attic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Everywhere you get podcasts, you can get Big Fight Weekend. Just subscribe. We typically are here in the preview mode on Fridays as we are today. And uh, again, if it's big enough, if it warrants big enough news, 
uh, a big enough win, a recap podcast, we certainly swoop back in. And the point is, as I say all the time, if you're subscribed, you'll get the ding, you'll get the automatic notification that there is a brand new Big Fight weekend. Even if it's not coming your way on Friday, it might be coming your way Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, Monday afternoon, Monday night in the recap mode. Or if developments warrant with news, subscribe away to this podcast to be able to grab it. All right, let me set the table for you. First of all, uh, coming up here straight ahead, Antoine Williams from Houston, Texas. Speaking of Jamal Charlo and his 12-round world middleweight title defense against Juan Macias Montiel. Uh, that showdown on Showtime Championship Boxing for the WBC 160-pound title. Jamal Charlo in the ring for the first time since he decisioned veteran Sergey Derevyanchenko and really handled him in their October fight in the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, the casino bubble, where the Charlo brothers, his twin brother Jermel, they both headline on a split pay-per-view same day, no fans. Well, now Jamal Charlo is going to be fighting in what is uh, expected to be a raucous Toyota Center, downtown Houston, the home of the Houston Rockets basketball team. And uh, let's let's see if Jamal Charlo can create fireworks and excitement in a heavy in a, uh, a huge light, uh, middleweight title defense in his hometown. So anyway, Antoine Williams will be here, greatest of all time boxing promotions from Houston. He'll be here straight ahead to talk more about the atmosphere, the buildup this week, about Charlo, about the opponent, and more importantly, we always love to look ahead and forecast what's next for Jamal Charlo if he wins, especially impressively. Will he try to unify at 160? Is Triple G maybe on the radar? Here's a hint, probably not. Is it time to move up to 168 pounds and entertain the name Canelo Alvarez? That could be the case. We'll talk about it with Antoine straight ahead. All right, later on in the podcast, speaking of the monster, Naoya Inouye, we'll talk more about the Japanese star who's got only 15 consecutive wins in world championship fights with 13 knockouts. When last we saw him, he dispatched uh, Jason Maloney, Uh, for a KO win back last fall. So the monster is back. He is back now in front of fans. We'll hear from T.C. Martin, our buddy of the T.C. Martin Show out in Las Vegas. T.C. will be on hand at the Virgin Hotel and Casino for the Monsters title defense, which will be on top-ranked boxing, and ESPN will show it all over the country on Saturday night. And you got to get a load of the fistic power of this uh, world bantamweight champ. He's one of the hardest pound-for-pound punchers in boxing, the monster. So T.C. Martin will have some thoughts on that fight card coming up. Of course, the Virgin Hotel was the site of the Shakur Stevenson fight last weekend, the unbeaten rising star in the uh, featherweight division and the super featherweight division. Uh, I would love to tell you that Shakur was impressive against Jeremiah Nakatila, his his little-known opponent from uh, Namibia in Africa. Shakur was not impressive. By his own admission, he wasn't feeling well. He wasn't great, but he did what he had to do. He got a decision, would have liked for him to be more spectacular. I will say this, if Jamel Herring, who has the 130-pound WBO world title, and that's who they were angling for Shakur to fight next, if Jamel Herring says no thanks off that Shakur Stevenson performance and decides instead to fight Oscar Valdez who has the WBC version of the junior uh, lightweight championship at 130. I don't blame him. Stevenson didn't do enough, didn't look good enough last week in that main event, and that was the most prominent fight 
uh, that took place last weekend. Again, we've got a bevy of fights that are going on all over the place here that we will talk more about, and we will get to the odds as well. By the way, I usually have Marquise Johns here with me, senior writer, BigFightWeekend.com. Marquise not able to be here on this edition of the podcast He'll be back soon enough. He's still writing on the site, bigfightweekend.com. I'll cover the odds for our friends at sportsgamblingpodcast.com coming up in a little bit here on the fights this weekend, including a couple of underdogs that you might want to take a look at on some of these cards. So stand by for that. That is coming in uh, in a little bit when we get to the fight breakdowns. For now, let's get to the specific breakdown of Jamal Charlo, Juan Macias Montiel. That is the main event, Saturday night Showtime Championship Premium Cable in the U.S. We'll have it as the unbeaten WBC 160-pound champion makes his sixth title defense. Some insight forthcoming right now as part of the Big Fight Weekend podcast. Let's get things rolling as we head towards the weekend and, and a huge Saturday of fights. Indeed, we are rolling along, and one of my faves is back on the show. Not that I don't love Marquise and everything that he does with BigFightWeekend.com, but Antoine Williams, greatest of all time boxing promotions. Oh, by the way, H-Town, Houston, Texas. And so who better to help give us some insight on Jamal Charlo against Juan Macias Montiel. That is the Showtime main event WBC middleweight title fight coming from the downtown Toyota Center in Houston, Texas, on Saturday evening in this jam-packed weekend of fights. And Antoine Williams back aboard. All is right with the world on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. And I got my man, Antoine Williams, back on the show. Good to have you. The audience should know at the time we're doing this interview, he is sporting his Atlanta Hawks gear while I can see him beaming with pride about the Hawks trying to make the Eastern Conference finals coming up. Great to see you. Great to have you on board on the podcast. Hey, TJ, I'm so glad to be back. Oh, my gosh, this is like a homecoming for me, you know, and uh, what better time to come back than right here in my own hometown of Houston, Texas, jacked up, jacked and ready for Charlo's. And uh, man, it's just good to see your face, TJ. It's good to hear your voice. We're ready. It's boxing weekend. My Hawks just won. We're getting ready to close out Philadelphia Friday night, which is tomorrow (laughs) night. And uh, it's just going to be a great, great weekend all the way around. Uh, love it on so many levels. And again, uh, you, Hey, you are right there. It's interesting the week that the Charlos are having, because this is Jamal Charlo, one of the twins, the 160 pound champ for the WBC. His brother, Jermel has three of the belts at junior middleweight 154. He is fighting next month in that evil town for uh, Antoine will say this, that evil town of San Antonio, big rival with Houston. So Jermel is going over to San Antonio to fight in July. But for this week, they they were honored on Wednesday with the mayor. They've they've done a big buildup locally. Give us a little of the flavor as we head to Saturday night in the country. And really, uh, anybody online or the world or whatever that wants to see this will see it. But everybody will be seeing Houston, Texas, seeing the Toyota Center. What is Houston like right now as we build up to this fight? Oh, man, the city's on fire, TJ. <clears throat> you know, the city's on fire. And uh, plus it's on fire with the weather because it's about 104 degrees, too. So Ooh. we're on fire for real, for real. But, man, this city is so excited right now. The Charlos are so respected. They're, they're, they're great community guys. Uh, they just got honored yesterday from, from uh, our mayor, uh, Turner. And uh, it, was a, it was a great turnout. I didn't make it, but I've seen, you know, seen all the videos. I've seen all the pictures uh, right there downtown Houston. 
uh, right after they got uh, you know honored from from the mayor, they stepped into the ring and they did a uh, you know they they showed off some of their skills. They did some open workouts for the community. They were able to kind of sign autographs, take pictures with the fans, and people love the Charlo twins here in Texas. Not just Houston, you know, all around in you know the surrounding areas of Texas. They're, they're loved because the thing about the Charlos, TJ, is not only are they great fighters, but they really truly value the people in the community and trying to help the people in the community. And they just so happen to carry a little bit of bad guy in them too, because some people feel like the Charlos have been uh, a little mouthy. But how can you argue with a guy like Jamal, who's who's I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's 31 and 0, and he, he hasn't had any losses. So you know they're 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 cocky, but in a good way. You know, and I, I like their pizzazz that they possess. So, um, but but to answer your question, the city's on fire. Let's be honest. This fight is a, a, a coming out party for Charlo. Um, he's expected to do great things, and I expect him to, uh, to 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 lead the way for the city. All right. So we're going to talk more about Montiel, the opponent, and what chance he has or doesn't have in just a second. And you're right. Jamal Charlo at 31 and 0 is making the fifth defense. Doesn't seem like it, but he's had the WBC belt uh, for a while. Last time that he was in the ring, he bet he beat the uh, the veteran Sergey Derevyanchenko in that doubleheader pay per view uh, back last fall at the Mohegan Sun, the Bubble Casino in Connecticut, where Showtime was doing these fights. Um, you actually give me some more insight. You were in on his title defense against Brandon Adams, that was also in Houston, and that's been a couple of years ago. Uh, but t- tell me, when you watch Jamal Charlo, what stands out, Antoine Williams, that you are really impressed by and that you want fans to look out for on Saturday night? Yeah, the fans should know. Um, the diehard fans like like me and you and, and others, we already know the, how, how much of a ring IQ the Charlos possess. But for the fans that are tuning in on Saturday night on Showtime, I want them to really look at Charlo's ability to throw combination punches. <clears throat> you know, the sweet thing about Charlo is he has a really good jab. He's very, he's, he's well known for his jab. Um, he also mixes in a lot of, cro- you know, uh, right hands, uppercuts. Um, if you remember, he, he <clears throat> threw an uppercut and knocked out, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's the one, he's the Charlo that actually knocked out uh, Julian Williams um, some years ago. Um, and so he has a lot of different combination of punches it's not like you can just, you know, train uh, with your trainer and expect just one or two shots to kind of watch out for. The other thing that I'm really impressed about with Charlo with the Brandon Adams fight was Brandon Adams had just won the contender. So he was hot. He was a guy that was, you know, coming to try to upset the apple cart. And Charlo made it clear in that fight. Um, I felt like he won all 12 rounds in the fight and it was a clear wipeout. So <clears throat> I was actually at that fight and that fight was, you know, right there on Showtime. So Charlo is really has a high boxing IQ. The other impressive thing, TJ, about Charlo is when he fought Dervinchenko, Dervinchenko had just went life and death with Triple G. Some people said right. he beat Triple G. Well, Charlo got in, got in the ring with Dervinchenko and I felt like he wiped Dervinchenko out. I didn't even feel like the fight was close. So now they say skills pay the bills. Charlo definitely has the skills. And uh, I think we got a lot of new stuff to look for in this fight this this Saturday because he's definitely fighting a a true puncher. 
All right, so let's talk about Montiel for a second. Again, as Antoine Williams hangs with me, he's based in Houston, greatest of all time, boxing promotions. We'll talk more with Antoine about that in a couple of moments after we talk a little more about Charlo Montiel main event, Showtime, Saturday night. We'll show it all over the place uh, there from Houston, Texas, where Antoine is. Montiel, 22-4-2, and two, only 3-2-1, and one, like a countdown in his last six fights, 3-2-1. and one. He, he was knocked out by Jaime Munguia uh, back in 2018 in a junior middleweight title challenge. He does have a recent KO over veteran James Kirkland, who honestly had no business really being in the ring back in December. So that kind of put Montiel in front of Charlo. Do you give him much of a chance? He has some knockouts. What, what kind of chance do we really give Montiel? How much of a test do you think this is going to be? Well, first and foremost, in boxing, anything can happen. All it takes is one shot. It could be the shot. It's always the shot that you don't see coming that uh, hurts you the most and can sit you down on your on your high knee. So anything can happen in boxing. Charlo, is is he has a good chin. We do know that. Uh, he's never been down as a pro. Um, so, you know, you're, you're going to have to really uh, hit him with something to, to, to really buzz him because he's never really been buzzed in, 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 in the pro ranks. Um, as far as... Montiel goes first and foremost I'm aware when Montiel fought Jaime Munguia uh they say that he drained himself he actually came down uh came down a weight class and fought Jaime Munguia Jaime Munguia is no is no guy you want to be coming down in weight classes to fight he's a real puncher that kid is young he's athletic he's strong he can box he can punch so Montiel's his his promoter and his trainer said that you know that was not the, the weight classroom to be fighting at. So we'll give him a, we'll give him a, a half free pass on that one, TJ. As far as it goes with James Kirkland, we, we both know James Kirkland was kind of over, over the hill. You know, he's had some, some legal, you know, some, some legal issues. He's had some issues in the ring, taking off, not having Ann Wolf. Um, I think he got caught cold. If you're going to beat James Kirkland, you got to catch him early and get him out of there. Cause once he gets warmed up, it's a whole nother James Kirkland. So I say all that to say that this fight, Montiel has 22 wins, 22 knockouts. How much chance does he have? I think he's a, I, I, I don't think he's a live underdog. I'm just going to put it out there. I don't think it's, he's a real live underdog. His only chance, in my opinion, is to catch Charlo early on with a big punch that Charlo doesn't see coming. Maybe Charlo's punching in combination and, and potentially could run into something. And then um, that would be Montiel's only chance of winning. If the fight, the longer the fight goes, Charlo's going to outbox him. His ring IQ is, is way over the top. And uh, I think he'll just box him. And then I'm going to go on record and say Charlo stops Montiel. I think Charlo wants to make a big statement for his city. He's got sure. a city on his back, he says. And I think Charlo's going to stop Montiel before round 10. I think that's my prediction for the fight season. I love Antoine Williams. He goes all the way out on the uh, on the record. It may be over before 10. Again, Munguia got him out of there in one round. We'll see. How many rounds does it take uh, for him to figure him out? How tough is Montiel? We will find that out uh, coming up. What do you make of the talk? And, and uh, Jamal Charlo hasn't put it out there himself in the buildup to this, but others have been putting it out there that if there's not a unification fight for him at middleweight, that he may look for the for the fight, the mega fight, and try to move up for Canelo Alvarez one class higher at 168. 
gauge it for me. 50% chance that happens, 75% chance that that happens, that he moves up and goes for that? Or do you think he hangs at 160 and waits to see, do I end up fighting Triple G? Do I end up fighting another significant name at 160? Give me a prediction. What do you think? Absolutely. I think he's going to move up. He's going to try to move up to 168. Here's how I think the cards are going to fall, TJ. I think a lot is going to depend on what happens with triple. I'm sorry. I think a lot's going to depend on what happens with Canelo Alvarez. If he takes this fight in the fall with Caleb Plant, um, that's the fight that, that the people are trying to push for. What has to happen, in my opinion, is that triple, uh, I keep saying triple D, Canelo has to win that fight against Caleb Plant. If, if Canelo wins that fight against Caleb Plant, I think the boxing gods are going to push for Charlo to move up to 68 and fight Canelo in the spring. Cinco de Mayo makes perfect sense to me. Maybe we get a true unification because at that point, Charlo's going to have some belts. Uh, Canelo's going to have some and then you can really push for a mega fight, Cinco de Mayo, with maybe Canelo and Charlo. That's the and way you, I think this is going to go. You know this as well as I do. Uh, I mean, Canelo's making his own deals. And if he does a deal here with premier boxing champions, who he has yep. to do the deal with to get the fight to K with Caleb Plant, it's going to have to be a multi-fight deal. So it's not so far-fetched <laughs> to say that the multi-fight deal is fight Caleb Plant, become undisputed at 168, and the bigger fight, the bigger buildup, the Cinco de Mayo fight, et cetera, is Jamal Charlo unbeaten moving up. That yep. makes logical sense. Now, logic and boxing don't often go together. I know you know that, <laughs> but yep. that would make a lot of sense if that is what's going to happen coming up. And, uh, and so we'll find out. Go ahead. Yeah. And I just wanted to add one more thing. And – you know, Al Heyman is uh, the advisor for the Charles, as we know. And so if Canelo, you know, signs the deal with Premier Boxing, that's Al Heyman. So like you said, TJ, you made a great point. He's going to sign a multi-fight a multi -fight deal. And so he has to have a big-name opponent for Cinco de Mayo. And it only makes sense at that point you, you throw in Charlo. Now, I, I don't know if you recall, but Oscar De La Hoya went out on record uh, recently and and you know, his relationship with Canelo Alvarez is not very strong. And he's basically saying that Canelo Alvarez has been ducking Jamal Charlo for about a year. Now, we don't know whether or not that's true or not. But what we do know is that Jamal Charlo does, has made it clear that he would like to fight Canelo Alvarez. And he has no problem with moving up in weight because he's a big he's a big middleweight. Let's you know, let's be honest. He's a big middleweight. He has a big frame. Um, you know, he, he, he walks around well over 170, 80 pounds anyways. And so, you know, he has to cut weight, of course, to fight at 160. So I just think it makes business sense to put Canelo Alvarez and Jamal Charlo together if they both remain undefeated, which I anticipate <clears throat> the, the likelihood of that happening is, 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 you know, probably more likely than not. So that's what I want to see. I want to see Charlo and Canelo Alvarez fighting at Dallas Cowboys Stadium in the spring tj <laughs> hey it can hold a hundred thousand why not that's true and we just saw <laughs> what happened with the billy joe saunders fight and uh we'll find out all right so antoine has given us great stuff here on uh jamal charlo defending the wbc middleweight title saturday night 
Uh, tell me a little more because I know you're cranking things back up with the greatest of all time boxing promotions. It's based there in Houston. You've done a lot of work. Uh, building relationships with young fighters, with amateurs looking to turn pro, et cetera. Plug away for the audience that's hearing us right now more about what you're doing as we emerge from the COVID-19 pandemic, 2021 summer, summer turns to fall. Tell them more about what you're doing based out of Houston right there, Antoine. Absolutely. So, you know, my company, Greatest of All Time Boxing Promotions, uh, we're, we're constantly scouting for, you know, amateur fighters that are turning pro, uh, working with with pro fighters, uh, trying to help them develop. Um, I'm very pleased because one of the fighters uh, that I'm very close to, his name is Xavier Wilson. Uh, he just fought on the undercard of Canelo Alvarez and Billy Joe Saunders here in Texas. Uh, we were able to sponsor him uh, to, to be, to you know, with the GOAT Boxing Promotions on his shorts. He was actually uh, fighting live on on uh, on pay-per-view or DAZN, if, if you may. And, you mm -hmm. uh, you know, so we're, we're trying to work with some of these young fighters. Keep your eye on this kid, uh, Xavier Wilson. Uh, he did not pick up the win in that fight. Uh, however, you know, I felt like the referee stopped the fight early. That's just my opinion and a lot of other people's opinion. But he's a he's a really good fighter coming up um, through the pro ranks. So, yeah, we're just really working with some fighters. We don't have any events going on right now. We're, we're still, you know, in the pandemic a little bit. Um, but we're just working with different fighters, TJ, you know, trying to help them develop and trying to help put their names out there, you know, uh, like the Xavier Wilsons. Uh, K.O. Bellows is another great fighter that we're keeping our eye on. Um, you know, he is trying to uh, continue to get some more fights this year. Unfortunately, his last fight, May 1st, was canceled. Um, but he's another great fighter fighting out of Las Vegas, Linnell K.O. Bellows. So that's really what we're doing. We're just trying to set the mold, trying to continue to help get these fighters' names out there in the general public through sparring events, through, through uh, you know, advertising, sponsoring their, their fighters, um, go promotions. We're definitely, we ain't going anywhere, baby. So we're going to be around <laughs> for a long, long time. If there's any fighters out there that want to get in touch with us, all you have to do is follow us on, on, on Instagram, Goat Boxing Promotions. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, The Goat Boxing Promotions. Uh, you, can, you can email us. My email address is thegoatboxingpromotions at gmail.com. Uh, we're always willing to talk to fighters. We're always willing to get them involved in different sparring events so we can see what they're working with. That's what we want to do. We want to continue to build them up in the community because when they go to fight, we want to make sure that they have that, that great audience and that great following. So Goat Boxing Promotions, we're here, Texas, uh, Oklahoma, Louisiana, all the following surrounding states. If you're an up-and-coming boxer, get with us. Get with us. Um, I'm the owner of Goat Boxing Promotions. We'll be glad to help you and try to try to move you on out love it love the plug love the promo and you are always the man in and around houston so it's almost like a foregone conclusion but i still have to ask you're going to be there for charlo montiel saturday night are you going to get your way into the toyota center the home of the houston rockets downtown and get to see this and and take it in what what i, I, I mean it's a given right I mean, you got Antoine's got to be there for Saturday night. <laughs> I'm going, baby. I'm going. It's a wrap. I'm going. You know, it's. I'm excited. Uh, the la I went to the last fight Charlo fought when he fought Brandon Adams right here in Houston. Uh, it's a wrap, TJ. I'm there, baby. Saturday night, the goats in the building. Everybody will see the goat because I'll be out there. You know, we'll be out there in our goat apparel as as we always are. And uh, you know, um, I'm expecting a, a a nice show. The undercard looks pretty good. Um, Charlo, I expect to, to, to put on for the city, close the show strongly. 
Um, like I just mentioned, I'm going with a with a knockout before the 10th round. But yes, I'm there, TJ. And I can't wait, TJ, for you to get to Texas. One of these times, we're going to get you here one of these times. <laughs> That's my word. At some point, we're going to get you to Texas and we're going to sit down and we're going to go, we're going to go to a live show either with Goat Boxing Promotions or Charlo Twins or whatever. We're going to get you here to a to a live show, TJ. That's my word. We got to make that happen. That's a 2021 goal, a 2022 goal. We got to make that happen. Uh, again, check out uh, Antoine, the Goat Boxing Promotions on Facebook, Goat Boxing Promotions on Instagram to find out more. I always love you hanging out with me, talking the fists, talking the fights. Let's see if we get a big night from Jamal Charlo defending his middleweight championship on Showtime Saturday. I know, again, he is equally as amped up for the Atlanta Hawks. He and his brother, Deshaun Tate, equally <laughs> geeked. Can the Hawks advance to the Eastern Conference playoffs? Uh, no Texas teams, by the way, still alive. I know you're letting them know that in the Lone Star State in the NBA playoffs. So we'll see what happens. Antoine, great stuff, as always. Always love having you on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. Continued success. We look forward to talking with you down the road. We'll see what Charlo does Saturday night. All right, we'll be. I'll be there. I'll be right there in attendance, TJ. Thanks a lot. Love it. Love getting the insight firsthand whenever we can go on scene. And I do look forward to Antoine Williams giving me the 411 on locale at the Toyota Center in downtown Houston for this matchup. And he's pumped for Pacquiao Spence. He's already lining up flight, hotel, and tickets. And why not? The same with Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fighting in Las Vegas. Pacquiao and Spence coming the next month. Uh, Wilder Fury, July 24th. Pacquiao Spence, uh, August 21st uh, in Las Vegas on pay-per-view. Gives us a great time to remind you that our friends at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas, very trendy, right in the heart of the Vegas Strip, they are proud sponsors of what we're doing right here on the Big Fight Weekend Podcast. If you are headed out to Vegas for whatever the occasion is, we we recommend the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas uh, because, again, whether you're talking about the Stanley Cup playoffs where the Vegas Golden Knights look like they are e-ticketed to be in the Stanley Cup finals, if you're headed out there, if you're headed for Wilder Fury in the summer, for Spence Pacquiao, or just to take vacation or go and play with Nevada opening back up again, Las Vegas opening back up again uh, with the post-COVID-19 pandemic here, the guidelines being loosened up. And more and more casinos, restaurants going to full capacity, entertainment shows coming back. The Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas, great place to stay over uh, all these different amenities, over 12 different choices of restaurants and food stops just within the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. Over 100,000 feet of casino, sports book, etc. to go and wager on. Two different luxury pool levels, by the way, including the cabanas and uh, all the special treatment there. They've got the spa at, at the Cosmopolitan, just about anything that you would want. It's the Cosmopolitan Las Vegas. Check them out at CosmopolitanLasVegas.com for more information. And again, we are proud to pump them as part of the Big Fight Weekend podcast. All right, so we've got much more to get to. We'll talk more about the monster, Naoya Inoue from Japan. Puts his unbeaten record, his two uh, Bantamweight World Championships on the line. What about this opponent, uh, Michael Dasmarinas, the Filipino, uh, who's had some success as of late? Does he a re a really have a chance against the monster and the big punching power? We're going to find out. We're going to talk about it. We're going to hear, speaking of Las Vegas, we're going to hear from TC Martin in Vegas, who will be on scene uh, for this matchup uh, with Inoue and Dasmarinas again. Dasmarinas, that is the 
uh, top-ranked boxing ESPN uh, nationally televised fight on Saturday night for the Unified Bantamweight Championships that Inouye holds, that the Monster holds. Look forward to talking about that. Jaime Munguia in action in El Paso, Texas. Again, the Legends exhibition with Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. Uh, in action with Hector Camacho Jr. That is a Mexican exhibition also on Saturday. We need extra eyeballs and extra TV screens and phones and iPads and everything for all of these fights. We're ready to get into all of it, including the odds, coming up straight ahead as we roll on. But first, we're brought to you by our friends at WinBet, bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, sports, and games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today. You'll receive a special offer for up to $500 risk-free on a sports bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. And download the app today. Again, that's wynnbet.com. And we're brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. You can find the best odds on the NBA championship and the Stanley Cup futures when you buy directly from other bettors like yourself. If you see a ticket you like but think the price is too high, submit a bid for the price you think is fair and then buy it. PropSwap is making it easy to profit off these playoffs by trading in and out of teams in the postseason as everything progresses. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time. Here's an example. Last week, PropSwap customer had a Montreal Canadian Stanley Cup future for $45 when the team was down 3-1 to against Toronto. And the Maple Leafs, of course, blew the lead and lost in Game 7, and a few days later, the ticket flipped for $600. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't have to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. Think of it like the stock market, but for sports betting. Use our promo code SGP, and your first deposit on PropSwap gets you up to $500 in bonus cash. Go to PropSwap.com, download the PropSwap app, and remember our promo code SGP. Hey, do you ever feel like you're always on and what do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? Every day it seems to be go, 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 and it's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Well, guess what? You can reach for a Coors Light because it is made to chill. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button and do so with Coors Light. Reminder that Coors Light is cold, lagered, cold filtered, cold packaged. It's literally made to chill and it's crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Once again, Coors Light, the official beer, by the way, of the NHL and the Stanley Cup playoffs is Coors Light. And when you are thinking that it is time to cool off, to be refreshed, Memorial Day weekend or throughout the summer, when you reach for a Coors Light, you know it's made to chill. So again, with whatever you're doing, however fast it's going, however hot it is, remember our friends at Coors Light. And guys and gals, it's out. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store, and the app gives you easy access to all of the picks and podcasts from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of shows. Plus, the app is the exclusive way to enter all the SGPN contests, including the SGPN $1,000 NBA Finals free roll. Download the app, hit the contest tab, and get a chance to take home thousand dollars off the NBA Finals free roll. Don't forget to go in and leave an app review 
and make sure you download the SGPN app in the Google Play or the Apple Store today. We're back on Big Fight Weekend now. Here's your host, TJ Reeves. Indeed, we are back in once again. Again, I am typically joined by senior writer of Big Fight Weekend, Marquise Johns. He is not able to be here this week. I look forward to having him back on board on the podcast coming up here with me. Still read the site. Marquise still writing up for the weekend previews, uh, recap mode. Uh, Etc. We love the historical perspective on the site. How about Roberto Duran turning 70 years young earlier this week? Uh, and again, the the great Showtime docu series still in progress right now. Episode three uh, comes out this week of the four episodes. Episode four next week. My understanding is with Showtime on demand, you can binge watch all four of them now. They've made all four of them available. But if you do not have Showtime on demand or do not have the app, and you're just Watching on the cable channel through the satellite, episode three debuts on Sunday night. Duran, part of that, obviously forever linked with the Four Kings, with he and Sugar Ray Leonard and Thomas Hitman Hearns and Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Love that show. By the way, go back and listen to last week's Big Fight Weekend podcast. The director, Matt Whitecross, for the four-part docuseries, a tremendous interview with insight on how they compiled everything. He sat across from Roberto Duran for several days, getting all kinds of insight from Duran on all the big fights uh, that he had with Leonard and with Hearns and with Hagler. Uh, his rise to prominence, what a success story from the homeless streets of Panama as a kid to being a multimillionaire fighter. And Duran has battled uh, injury from a car accident uh, as, as well as battled COVID-19 and was hospitalized a year ago. So again, here Matt Whitecross telling all of these stories about he and Hearns and Leonard and Hagler and compiling the four-part docuseries The Kings over the last couple of years. That's on last week's Big Fight Weekend podcast. You'll find him there. Uh, again, this is the anniversary this week of Hearns destroying Duran with the big a bomb right hand in the second round of their world title fight. I cannot believe that was 37 years ago, 1984, June of 1984, when that one happened. Duran had uh, had fought well against Marvin Hagler the previous year and had gone the distance, but man, he had no answer for the bombs of uh, of Thomas Hearns 37 years ago this week uh, in June of 1984. So we love reliving the historical perspective uh, of fights as well as what's going on in the present day on BigFightWeekend.com. We plug away uh, for the website. And again, we've got action all over the place. I'll get to some of the odds uh, here in a few moments. We were talking about uh, Jamal Charlo at 31-0 defending his WBC middleweight title. That's in Houston, Texas, Saturday night, Toyota Center, downtown Houston, Texas. Expected that several thousand will be there. Will it get to 8,000, 10,000 fans at the home of the Houston Rockets? It should. We'll be interested to see what that crowd looks like deep in the heart of Texas. The Charlos are big names uh, in Houston Born and bred there. They've risen to world championship fame now in Houston. And Jamal Charlo defending, as we talked about uh, in the last segment, for the first time since he fought Brandon Adams back a couple of years ago in Houston in a world title defense. He's back for the sixth defense of his middleweight title. So that one is going on. And simultaneous is the top-ranked show on ESPN in Las Vegas from the Virgin Hotel. Naoya the Inouye, Naoya Inouye, the monster, a.k.a. the monster, a uh, big, big-time puncher with both hands out of the Bantamweight division. 
13 KOs in his last 15 fights, all of them championship fights. A big KO win his last time out in the fall over Jason Maloney, the Australian. The monster just overwhelmed him. So the monster is back in the U.S. And speaking of Vegas, I always love talking with T.C. Martin of the T.C. Martin Show. He's on five days a week. Find him at tcmartinshow.com. He's on over the air in Vegas uh, five days a week. And T.C. was at the Shakur Stevenson fight last weekend. T.C. to be at this uh, ESPN top-ranked show coming Saturday night. And so let's hear a couple of comments that I got from T.C. Martin this week on a brother podcast on the Three Dog Thursday podcast as part of the Sports Gambling Podcast, the network of shows. The Three Dog Thursday uh, podcast, we focus on underdogs uh, all across sports, not just boxing. But I had T.C. on talking to him about everything, talking hockey, talking baseball. We had to get to the boxing. T.C. will be there coming Saturday night for the monster. He had more to say with me earlier this week. Yeah, I love seeing the monster. I actually saw him beat uh, Nonito Donaire uh, when he beat him in Japan, and that was phenomenal. Uh, Bob Arum signed him right after uh, that uh, match. Uh, he is phenomenal. So for anyone to get a chance to see this guy in person, you have to do it. Next best thing, watch it on ESPN, watch it on TV with top-ranked boxing uh, this weekend. The monster is phenomenal. Uh, totally different type of fight you'll see than you saw last weekend with Shakur Stevenson. I mean, you're going to see a lot of punches. You're going to see a lot of power punches in a way is fantastic. And then follow that up next week with Lomachenko. Yeah, it, it's great boxing here in Vegas. And, you know, as you know, we had the press conference yesterday. Actually, it was in L.A., but the big fight July 24th with Fury Wilder 3. And as Tyson Fury told Deontay Wilder, and I'll say to you, T.J. Reeves, take a seat over there, you sausage. Yes, and I take uh, kindly to T.C. calling me a sausage like Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder uh, meeting there earlier uh, this week for the first of several press conferences, kicking things off not in Vegas, but in Los Angeles, as he said. They're eventually going to end up in Vegas on July 24th. As for Inouye, uh, Inouye gets set to defend uh, his two uh, Bantamweight championships here at 20-0 with 17 KOs including a fantastic 13 knockouts in 15 championship wins. Again, this guy hits hard with both hands. Huge star in Japan. Uh, made his Vegas debut last October with the knockout of Jason Maloney. All right, wide up. what about Michael Das Marinas? Das Marinas is a Filipino uh, fighter. Uh, das Marinas, 30-2 with one draw. He has been unbeaten in his last 13 fights, 12-0-1. Uh, coming over the course of the last four years, he's 13 uh, straight uh, fights without a defeat, 12-0-1. But he's he's not been in there with punching power like in a way. So look out for this matchup. And I am curious uh, here for our friends of the Sports Gambling Podcast on the odds at just how big of a favorite that the monster is uh, for this matchup coming in Vegas on Saturday night because you would suspect that Das Marinas would be a heavy underdog, and that is the uh, that is in fact uh, what the situation will be here uh, for this matchup. Das Marinas is plus eleven hundred. The monster minus two thousand, or roughly twenty to one, uh, to win this one here. Um, and so we expect him to move on and will in a way get a rematch with Nonito Donaire, which is what T.C. Martin was just mentioning. Uh, they fought a great fight. Uh, where uh, actually the monster suffered a fractured eye orbital, fought on for three more rounds, and still got the win in the unification title fight. 
back a couple of years ago in Japan. Donaire recently recaptured the WBC version of the 118-pound title. Is there a rematch in the offing for the Monster and Nonito Donaire here in the United States? Later this fall, this winter, we'll find out. Let's see if Inoue gets him out of there. By the way, the under-over only four and a half rounds on whether the Monster will bomb Das Marinas out. Uh, I, I'd be inclined to take the under in this one and uh, and and bet it. It's minus 110 for you to bet the under on the knockout prior to the fifth round uh, for the Monster. By the way, on the undercard, Michaela uh, Mayer is fighting uh, Erica Farias. This is for Mayer's WBO Women's Junior Lightweight Championship, scheduled 10-rounder. That's the co-feature fight. She's heavily favored at 30-1 to 1 to retain and remain undefeated. Uh, a mayor's got a big future, another world title fight for her. So again, that's part of the ESPN top rank card. Uh, back to Charlo, minus five thousand, by the way, uh, for him. Uh, Charlo minus five thousand to beat Montiel, and again, Montiel uh, blown out by Jaime Munguia back uh, three years ago in the first round, or a couple of years ago at least in the first round. Is he going to be better against Charlo? The under over, by the way, is five and a half. Rounds. I know Antoine Williams was saying back earlier he thinks knockout before the tenth round is done. I'm in. I'm inclined to think that Jamal Charlo steps on the gas and gets a knockout even before the sixth round. I'm taking the under again in this one for short-term investment purposes for Charlo Montiel in that main event. Speaking of Jaime Munguia, he is in the DAZN show. Uh, that is upcoming. He is the main event, and again, he, they've played musical chairs with his opponents. He is now uh, in against another backup opponent a- after um, uh, Sulaki, the, the Polish contender, pulled out for the second time in this fight. This was originally an April non-title WBO number one contender elimination fight. Mungia angling to fight against Demetrius Andre, the WBO world champ at 160, hasn't been able to get a fight because uh, Majik Sulaki uh, had to pull out for injury, and that's a mouthful, back in April. The replacement opponent also got injured days before the fight, so it scrapped the whole fight card. So Mungia is going to fight Sulaki again. They reschedule, and Sulaki pulls out of this fight about uh, seven, eight days ago as, as we're taping, so now they have replaced him with Kamil Serezmeta. Serezmeta, another Polish fighter. Serezmeta, most recently known for being knocked out by Gennady Golovkin, Triple G, in the IBF World Middleweight title fight. Uh, Triple G knocked him down four times, stopped him in seven rounds, handed him his first professional loss. Serezmeta, not a big puncher. Uh, Munguia, 36-0, 29 KOs. Will this be a blowout knockout for Jaime Munguia? It probably will in El Paso, Texas. So again, that is the main event on DAZN, simultaneous to the Charlo card on Showtime in Houston, all the way out in El Paso, Texas, uh, right by the New Mexico border and just north of the Mexican border. By the way, if you've never known this or understood this, how far is El Paso from one side of Texas, the east side to the west? You can drive, depending on the speed limit, some 9 to 10 hours to get from uh, the east Texas border by Louisiana and Arkansas and get to El Paso. That's how far it is across Texas to get to El Paso. That's where Jaime Munguia in the uh, in the Don Haskins Center, the UTEP campus, University of Texas El Paso campus, 
Munguia will be fighting here against Ceres Meta and should be able to score the knockout win uh, here in this one. So we'll find out what happens uh, in that main event because, again, Munguia is a minus 2,000 to get the victory here against the late replacement opponent. Can Ceres Meta hang in, go some rounds or not, or will Munguia... Uh, who got a stoppage in his last non-title outing. Will he get another impressive win and aim towards Demetrius Andrade in the 160-pound division? I'd love to see Munguia uh, face Jamal Charlo, but again, this is different uh, promotions, Golden Boy promotions for Munguia, premier boxing champions for Jamal Charlo, different broadcast networks. I don't see that fight happening. It's much more likely that Munguia fights Demetrius Andrade, who is in the same uh, realm here of the DAZN boxing broadcast agreements that that fight could be at 160 for Andrade's title for the world championship and Munguia is the number one contender. Uh, we'll see what happens there in uh, in that one for the DAZN show and that's the main event in um, in El Paso, Texas. All right, and the Julio Cesar Chavez uh, senior fight again, senior uh, taking on. Uh, Hector Camacho Jr., again, this is an exhibition, so there's not really any odds. Uh, Camacho Jr., the son of uh, of the late legend Hector Camacho, and uh, Camacho Jr. does have limited boxing experience. Obviously, uh, Chavez Sr., this fight taking place in Mexico on pay-per-view, Chavez Sr. fighting in an exhibition with heavier gloves, shorter rounds here. Again, that will be going on one of four different fight cards that will be going on on Saturday night. Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., I hesitate to even mention him, is also in action on the undercard on this fight. But he has basically been a disappointment slash disgrace uh, in recent fights. Uh, Failed drug test, weight problems, missing weight, etc. So anyway, that's the pay-per-view in Mexico where, again, one of the legends of the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s uh, Julio Cesar Chavez, and you look at all the lightweight and junior welterweight and welterweight titles uh, that he won in the Boxing Hall of Fame. He's in exhibition action. That kind of segues here on the Big Fight Weekend podcast that we have other uh, news items in action that will be coming later in the year, including Oscar De La Hoya, the man that beat Chavez twice uh, in the late 1990s and basically retired Chavez uh, for good uh, until this exhibition, obviously, in his, in his late 50s. Chavez, uh, a historical fighter, he passed the torch to De La Hoya, who beat him twice in the ring, bloodied him badly in both fights and stopped him in both fights on TKOs because of cuts and blood and, and beating him around the ring. Well, Oscar De La Hoya wants back in. De La Hoya will fight an exhibition himself. Uh, he is 48 years of age, soon to be 49 later this year. He will now, it's been announced, fight in September on the uh, on the historic 20th anniversary of September 11th, by the way, Mexican uh, Independence Day coming up in and around that week. De La Hoya plans to fight in Las Vegas. He originally was going to be fighting in July. It wasn't known who the opponent would be. And then Triller, who's helping with his uh, legend fight here in the exhibition, Triller said, no, we're not doing it in July. We're going to do it instead in September. He's going to headline. It's going to be in Las Vegas. They're going to have a huge concert series on Friday and on Saturday, and the fight will cap that off on Saturday night, the exhibition. De La Hoya fighting a UFC former world champ at light heavyweight, Vitor Belfort. Belfort is a Brazilian. Belfort only has limited boxing experience. Belfort is also 44 years old. He hasn't fought in 
a uh, even in a UFC mixed martial arts fight in three years. He's 44 years old. Almost all of his experience is mixed martial arts in a cage with uh, you know ultimate fighting with wrestling and different moves, kicks, etc. He does have one professional fight back 15 years ago that went one round in Brazil for Belfort, the opponent. So Oscar's going to fight him. Again, this guy's got a name for the mixed martial arts crowd, and so they're going to try to build that up. And obviously, that fight will happen in Vegas the week before Canelo Alvarez is supposedly fighting Caleb Plant for the undisputed super middleweight championship. If that can all be worked out, that would be September 18th, the next week also in Vegas as we line things up for the fall. So the legends, whether it's Chavez Sr. coming out of retirement for this weekend, we saw Floyd Mayweather a couple of weeks ago. We've seen Mike Tyson and Roy Jones do this, and and other legends step back in there. So now Oscar De La Hoya getting in the act uh, later on this year. Again, we've got so much going on. We don't have the Teofimo Lopez World Lightweight title fight. That would have been a fifth different fight card going on this weekend, but that fight will not be happening with Lopez having tested positive for COVID-19. The fight is tentatively rescheduled for August 14th in Miami, two months from now. But depending on how sick Lopez is or isn't, his father confirmed to the media earlier this week that the undisputed lightweight champion is symptomatic. He does suffer from asthma. So will this be a longer problem than just a few days or a couple of weeks? And you really feel for George Cambosis, the Australian number one contender, because he's been waiting, been waiting. They moved this fight uh, from early June to June 19th for it to take place. Uh, They moved it uh, two weeks ago from the weekend in Miami where Floyd Mayweather was fighting Logan Paul, also in Miami. They moved it back two weeks, and now Teofimo Lopez, COVID-19 positive and has the illness. And again, I'm saying right here on the Big Fight Weekend podcast that it's not a given these two are going to fight in August. And Cambosis has been in this country for three months, training and getting ready for the fight, COVID testing, making sure he's careful. And Teofimo Lopez obviously was lax, uh, had not been vaccinated with the COVID-19 vaccine and test positive anyway and scrubs the world title fight where Cambosis was going for his biggest payday, his biggest fight, undisputed chance. And I don't know for sure what's going to happen here. I know I know there was news last weekend that Lopez is re-upped with a raise with top-ranked boxing to go back to them and try to have an October or November pay-per-view. That's in jeopardy, too. You can't fight in August and in October. He's not going to fight two months later. Might be three months later in November. But how healthy is the takeover? Teofimo Lopez uh, here, the unbeaten world lightweight champ. When last we saw him, he beat Vasily Lomachenko last October. Lomachenko will be fighting, as T.C. Martin mentioned earlier in this segment, next weekend. Lomachenko would love to get back in the mix with a rematch with Lopez, but uh, Lopez has got to honor this number one commitment with the Australian Cambosis first. When are they going to fight? I think it's a legitimate question uh, with him out of action. And obviously, the Wilder Fury press conference, well, at least Wilder made the opening statement. He didn't take questions in terms of a press conference. He let Malik Scott, his trainer, do that. And look, Deontay has made a bunch of comments leading up to it. Uh, He still stands by uh, Fury having cheated, having loaded up his glove with a weight, uh, etc. He reiterated that at the news conference earlier this week in Los Angeles, but then he didn't take questions. Fury took all the questions, called Wilder names. They did a five-minute standoff. 
And look, Wilder created a whole bunch of buzz by not taking questions. So it was good to help create some some buzz and some sizzle for the fight by not saying anything. And we wrote about that on Big Fight Weekend as, uh, as well on the BigFightWeekend.com website. Marquise Johns uh, wrote about it, quoting Depeche Mode, right? Enjoy the silence uh, from Deontay putting the headphones on and saying, I'm good. I'm out. I'm not I'm not talking. So uh, they will have another subsequent press conference or two to get ready for this July 24th mega third fight, WBC heavyweight title fight in Las Vegas for Fury Wilder. Uh, and we look forward to that. All right. So there we go. We pretty much covered everything. Uh, my thanks again to Antoine Williams being with us. Greatest of all time boxing promotions. Check them out on Instagram. Greatest of all time boxing promotions also on Facebook. They do great work with young fighters in and around the Houston area. He will be there for Charlo against Montiel. The WBC middleweight title fight coming Saturday night. Toyota Center on Showtime. Again, fights all over the place. Vegas for the Monsters Bantamweight world title fight on top rank ESPN's card Saturday night. Uh, as well, the DAZN show, Jaime Munguia, world uh, middleweight contender. He's in action in a non-title fight, headlining on DAZN and Golden Boy from El Paso, Texas. And then again, Chavez Sr. in an exhibition fight with Hector Camacho Jr. Will this be a farce? Will it have much action? I, I tend to lean towards the farce thing uh, in these Legends fights, especially with the older fighters. Anyway, we've got all of that. My thanks also to T.C. Martin popping on. On the Three Dog Thursday podcast, I use that clip here on this podcast. He will be there for the Monsters title defense, the Bantamweight World title defense in Las Vegas. And we'll see what happens in that one as well. Lots of fights going on all over the place. Again, previews this weekend, recaps when they're over. Read the website, bigfightweekend.com. I look forward to having Marquise Johns back with me on the podcast uh, coming up next week. He'll still be writing the site this weekend. You can read him. You can always engage with him on Twitter at Week Sauce Radio. Engage with us at Big Fight Weekend on Twitter. Find the Big Fight Weekend Facebook page as well where we put stories up uh, and comments, etc. Go check that out. And again, thank you for finding this podcast, however you did it. Social media link, sportsgamblingpodcast.com, as I've been saying. If you found us through uh, the, the Sports Gambling Podcast, their website, subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, follow us there. Uh, subscribe as well on Stitcher, on Google. This podcast comes out in the preview mode on Fridays typically. But again, we might have a recap podcast, a special newsworthy podcast that comes out after the weekend. And if we do, you get it automatically if you subscribe. So subscribe away. Uh, wherever you get podcasts, to Big Fight Weekend. I am merely TJ Reeves. Thank you for hanging with me on this edition of the Big Fight Weekend podcast. As we roll on to this weekend and all the action, read the website for the previews and the recaps of all the fights from uh, the Charlo defense, the, Mar- the, uh, the monster defense, and anything else that's going on. For now, we're done on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. Bye.